Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. And I'm Eric. <laughs> Welcome back. And yeah, it's uh, it's been a while since we talked uh, zombies and The Walking Dead and all of that. So well, we'll start with, um, uh, remember that other show, Fear the Walking Dead? What do you think of yes. that this season? <laughs> I hate to admit this, but I still haven't watched the second half. Oh, it's okay. sitting on it's sitting on my DVR. Uh, I've just been working a little bit too too hard. Um, I know it was heading in a little more interesting direction, so I'm hoping that it uh, pays off when I binge watch it shortly. So to be continued on the okay. next podcast, we will review. Okay. We'll I think find out it, next time. Is it coming back for another season or is that it? I can't remember. It if, is. It is. Good. And they, they just announced one of the new cast members and I'm, I'm kind of excited, excited about that. Yeah. All right. About All well, right. that person coming to the show and I, I don't know what they're going to do, but cool. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, okay. And how about The Walking Dead season eight? so far it's it's back it's back well i'm gonna let you since <laughs> is this back. is your <laughs> <clears throat> saying back with a vengeance they're all going after each other who will survive it's all out war the negan battle yeah and negan we've seen him in one episode so far of the four that have aired um and i've been kind of underwhelmed so um, except for this last episode, which was, I guess, the best of the four. And it seems like, well, to me, that they're writing this for the binge watcher and not the week to week person. And I, I don't know. I mean, it, it would just be better paced as, as a binge watch where you can just watch it all together. Well, so has, the, has the show actually gotten too many characters? And then they have to spend a lot of time on all of their different characters and what they're doing. Like, um, I don't think no? that's the problem. No. You don't, huh? No. Because if we stayed with our core, but if we stayed with our core group of eight, nine, mm-hmm. and they were still together, the stories would interweave with them together, and it'd be a little tighter plot line. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they they get through this war faster. Yeah, they'd all die. They'd all die faster. They'd all die faster. Yes, we can have more you know, turnover. <laughs> yeah, Negan. Negan does have a. Uh, he has quite a big army. It's crazy. Every every um, yeah. place they're going and killing off the individual I am Negans. It's uh, pretty fascinating. Yeah, and and one of them was uh, what Morales from season one. Yeah, help me out there. I'm having a little. Um, I'm having a little brain, like I'm having trouble remembering him. I remember his face, but I don't remember plot wise. If he, he was in the camp, right? He was there from the yeah, start. He was in the camp and he and his family decided to go um, see if they could find other family members instead of going with Rick's group. So they went, they, when they left the camp, they turned opposite directions. Was there anything that he did uh, that sticks out in season one that uh, would, jog my memory or was he just kind of there on the rooftop yeah exactly yeah he was he was there he was just he was there, there huh yeah 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 so then i remember correctly <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean that's the that's the only difference is that he and his family didn't go to the cdc they went the other way 
Right. I, I think that's one of the strengths of the show is they can, uh, people they encounter, if they do separate and go out, you can bring them back. Right, and like it was, Morgan. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was very good. It was very good what he had to say to Rick that we're all, we're both the same in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You're killing, I'm killing. What's the difference? Yeah. And I thought, I thought that was a very good scene to, uh, start challenging Rick on his morality. And then of course, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank here this morning, this nice early morning, uh, that we're doing this. Um, Daryl then comes in, of course, <laughs> he's just like, bam. <laughs> right. Daryl's the enforcer now, <laughs> which, you know, it was good for him to go out so quickly. I don't think he knew what hit him. <laughs> he heard no, boop, that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he went out fast. So that's, you know, one good thing. Yeah. Um, but all of a sudden they're collecting babies. I know. <laughs> that one's funny. <laughs> it's like, okay. So Judith has a new sister and her name is Grace. <laughs> uh, and Maggie's going to have a baby soon. And right. right. <laughs> oh my gosh. So there's going to be all these babies running around. Zombie yeah. food. Oh gosh. No. And I, I was thinking I, I'm in another, um, group i'm a member of the what is it the walking dead tv podcast group and i i had made a comment there saying they should take all the the babies and stray kids they find to um the kingdom orphanage mm-hmm. and um i think someone said yeah we're, we're hardly ever at the kingdom and i'm like yes i know that's why <laughs> take them there we won't see them they'll be fine <laughs> they'll just come <laughs> back when they're old enough <laughs> to battle yeah. But then, yeah. you know, in this world, they should start training, you know, as soon as they can hold a weapon. So. Which know. is pretty, 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 pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rick and Daryl uh, were trapped uh, in the building that they thought had the guns. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who was it that saved them? Uh was it, uh, what's his name, you know, with the burnt face? No. Because um, somebody mowed, yeah, who who ended up doing that? I don't remember. Because um, we never saw him, right? Aaron? Yeah, Aaron. I have, I have no clue. Aaron was at that same place because I remember him, he, later he took um, the, the baby and went to. Um, oh, I thought he came his, later. He's on his way okay. All right. It was really weird that they didn't show show him inside. It was just a, I mean, you heard it, mm-hmm. but you didn't see it. And I thought that was a little that was a little weird. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, you heard him, but see, for me, there's just so many characters that I'm like, whose voice is that? <laughs> and <laughs> who who came in and saved them? Is it a you know who is it? Right. And, and also I'm, I might be wrong because I, I really haven't been paying the closest attention when, when the shows are on. No, I know. I know. Uh, I know. Yeah. You start, you start to drift a little bit, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. Well, I do. I do. It's, it's my, you know, you know, as working on a show, it's nice to watch somebody else's work mm-hmm. for change. So I, I really sit down and, Try to, you know, try to focus on what I'm watching. And I think, I think 
one of the things is I'm just getting a little bit of tired of gunfights that feel like they're shooting five feet away from each other. <laughs> no, it's, it's stormtrooper training because, you know, they, they can't hit anything. <laughs> oh. You would think that they would be a little, since bullets are a commodity there, they'd be a little better aim, right? I know, but apparently but, that's one of the things, um, uh, bullets and gasoline, I guess will never run out in the, in the apocalypse. Never, you know, we'll have an unlimited supply. Well, we remember where they, they had, uh, that's why they took, um, what's his name? Cause he can make oh, bullets. Yeah. Eugene. So yeah. Eugene, so is Eugene, yeah, is Eugene already set up that place for him? That's the question inquiring minds want to know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. I mean, they really haven't had time and you would think that they show something to show that, but yeah. And if Eugene was smart, he, he'd do something to uh, make sure those bullets didn't fire, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you, you know, the show you always have, I mean, come on, how, <laughs> here's a, a negative NRA plug. And that is, there's a lot of freaking guns out there and ammo. So, I mean, there would be, I mean, and if you're knocking down your population to like in a certain area to what? 3,000? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's the one thing. Maybe the NRA is prepping us for the apocalypse so that we have all these guns <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to fight off zombies. Yeah, yeah, zombies. Yeah, that's, that's what they're it. For. Yeah. yeah, that's what they're for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But I think, uh, you know, um, it doesn't service you to uh, – I, I maybe part of the boredom is just people you don't know firing back at characters that are uh, are B story characters, yeah. you know, for, for an episode. Um, it, you know, I mean, is Eric dead? Has oh, yeah. he turned into a zombie? Yes. You think he turned into a zombie? Yeah. I don't think so. Of course. He did. No, I don't think so. What? Well, they have the line, you see him wandering off, right? And he thinks that's it. And it's very emotional. And you're like, no, and then the guy comes up and goes, that's not Eric. Yeah, because he's already turned, and it's so it's not the same. Oh, it's not Eric because he's turned? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Or you think maybe Negan's got him? I don't know. There was, I don't know. It's like no, you think- sit there and you're shooting up everything. Can't you lift your gun up and shoot? Right. Shoot your uh, boyfriend, <laughs> husband. Yeah, we know you've got enough ammo, so. <laughs> <laughs> or just basically, you haven't been shot. Run yeah, out there and shoot him in the head. You know, it's like like Morgan and his wife. You know, he had trouble. You know, mm-hmm. With so you know, it's the same thing. He he just can't do it because, you know, it used to be his spouse, so he just can't do it. Mm. Even shooting him from you know far away from behind so i would you don't want you don't want your uh yeah you don't want your spouse or close friend running around right but but it's still going to be tough to do yeah so um so maybe he'll maybe zombie uh eric will pop up in another episode that'd be nice Mm-hmm. It would be nice. That would be a good emotional beat that he's in the herd. But I'd, I'd like to see another zombie, Eric, and that would be you as a <laughs> walking dead. <laughs> oh, that, 
That would be freaking awesome, man. That would be. Uh, I mean, you, you're uh, you're you're close by. I am. I am now in Atlanta. Uh, I've got another four or five weeks to go. So mm-hmm. uh, on this show, which we'll talk about in a minute. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's and uh, 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 before we segue into my experience actually going to Alexandria personally, oh, I do want to talk awesome. about. Yes, I do want to talk about um, uh, episode four, though. Yes. That seemed to start to right the ship, get the train on the track. There was just something about that episode. Maybe it's because it was directed by an uh, an editor. Must be. My fellow Must be. my fellow colleague, Dan, uh, got to direct that episode. He's been cutting um, The Walking Dead for quite a few years. Okay. He, uh, he was uh, responsible for introducing Negan. In the uh, end of season six, is that when Negan was introduced? Yeah, in that. In that yeah, he he cut you know he cut that uh, season finale episode, and I think he cut the season opener too. Okay, so we got the kill off Glenn as well. So uh, don't forget he Abraham. Out. <laughs> don't forget Abraham. Yes, I never forget Abraham. You remember we have the same hairstylist. He comes in. Oh, uh, right. I've, I've lucked out the last three times I've gotten my hair cut. Abraham comes in, and I just sit there trying not to look stupid and <laughs> oh, hi, I'm a big fan of yours on the walking dead. <laughs> oh, so I try to figure out, uh, um, smart things to say to him. Other than that was so cool, man. When you said cheese nuts or <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I did see him at, uh, was it Walker stalker here in Atlanta? Um, I did see him, you know, they have a big convention. I think the reason the convention is so successful is the walking dead uses it as a launch platform. Uh, it's, it comes out, you know, they do the convention the week of the uh, season premiere or the the second half of the season, uh, premiere of the show. So they, they, since they're in Atlanta, they get the whole cast out there. Okay. So it's crazy. You know, if you're a fan, it, it probably would be worth for you to fly out and go to that because I mean, the whole cast is there. It's just crazy. And um, so of course, Michael was there and I guess fans bring him um, boxes of um, Bisquick, you know, oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because next to his signing table, he had a whole table of Bisquick. Oh my gosh. Oh. That's, that's insane. Okay. Yeah. And there were quite a few shirts uh, at the convention, of course, with all of his famous, you know, one-liners. Yeah. Uh, so the fans, you know, we, you know what? Maybe that's it. Maybe we miss him a little bit too. We miss that that the yeah. one-liners. You know what I mean? There's. I don't know if anyone has. No, nobody does. Yeah, no, 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 nobody has a sense I mean, of humor. The stuff, yeah, the stuff <clears throat> Megan says is maybe unintentionally yeah. funny. <laughs> True, true. Negan, Negan is uh, our comic relief, but we don't get to see him much. Mm-hmm. So, episode four, um, for the first time in a in a little while, uh, definitely this second half of the season, I felt we could lose Carol. You know what I mean? We could we could oh, lose uh, we, Ezekiel. Yeah, yeah, Ezekiel. Yeah, I could see him. You know, going down. You know, mm-hmm. why not? Um, and and of course, spoiler alert. Uh, but you should have watched the show before yeah. you hear this podcast. Uh, we lose well, the line. You don't, you don't have to, because a lot of people have given it up and <clears throat> watching. So no, there you go. <laughs> never, you never give up a show. You <laughs> well, go to the end. 
Oh gosh. I don't know about that. That's another podcast. We'll discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> Show, shows we've given up on, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, remember Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are still watching that show. Know, it's like number one, number two. Yep. It's still up there. Eight, nine, 10 million people watching it. It's crazy. But they, there was something in the, it. I think in season three, either season two or three, it, it made me mad. And so I stopped watching and then, then I watched again and stopped watching and watched again and stopped watching. But, and, and I'm sure it'll still be going. <laughs> many more years. I, I think I think I stuck my wife got me hooked on ER and I stuck with it even through all the different the different cast changes and everything yeah. ER I, I I did watch all of that <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was fun and that was a great that was a great show mm-hmm. I mean <clears throat> granted people leave like you said you got mad at it and left it and that's that's a fair judgment are we starting to get mad at the Walking Dead or, or are we just getting bored yeah, there, there's definitely both. Um, what are you mad about on The Walking Dead? I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm bored <laughs> because it's just yeah. going nowhere and it's slow. And and I'm, I'm mad that it's that the week to week watchers seem like they're getting punished. That it's uh, being written and paced for binge watching. Mm-hmm. Because it, it just seems like, okay, in these four episodes, there's just been like, you know, a couple hours worth of action. And if you, if you do watch them all, these four back to back, then, you know, it's like one long movie right there with one uh, event. Mm-hmm. And it was it was different for in the comics because they were releasing episodes well episodes issues every two weeks instead of every four weeks and you know it's just different with the um the action on the page rather than you know you could go through it as quickly or as slowly as you wanted to or <clears throat> i do like it's very different. I, I mean, in watching the show, I do feel they're, you know, they shoot these episodes probably in seven or eight days. Sure. I really hope because it's a big show, very mm-hmm. complex. So I hope they get that much time. Sometimes mm-hmm. they'll shoot them in six, depending, um, like our show. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> but um, if they're shooting them that fast, they really don't have the time, especially in these gun battles with these big wide shots and gun firing and things like that. I mean, that's very complex because every time you do a take, everybody's firing their guns. You got to stop. You got to reload all those guns. You got to check the safety of those guns. You know, it's very dangerous on the set to have that much gunfire going off. And so it just takes a lot of time to shoot that kind of stuff. And then you got the zombie makeup. Everybody's turning after they've been shot and you got all that. So the scope of it's very big. And so I feel stylized a little bit of the style or the way they shoot the show has suffered a little bit because they can't shoot it in the way they've become accustomed to. You know what I mean? That's why, that's why the people feel they're, that's why it makes you feel like they're on top of each other shooting each other because they're only shooting close-ups and they're not getting you the nice, the nice wides, you know, to really show the distance and who's where and what's where and, and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so that's a little bit um, a shame. Uh, at least the scope is 
is interesting. I mean, in the first episode, you know, I feel like they're missing shots. And this this is where the editor comes out at me. Like in the first episode, when they start firing on Negan, they start blowing out all the windows yeah. in the place. And you're kind of like going, why are they doing that? Are they mm-hmm. just doing that because people might be up there? Well, they, we never established there were. Yeah. <clears throat> are they doing that to break all the glass and the glass comes raining down on all his men inside, basically injuring them or killing them? Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a shame that that they didn't show yeah. us what was going on inside. To another theory that I heard was the noise. You know, they were <clears throat> using using the noise to attract oh. a herd of walkers. Well, maybe at the end. But don't you think the gunfire but, would have done that? Yeah, yeah. I like that theory though. That's good. Good thinking there. Mm-hmm. You know, so so those little things are. You know, you sit there and go, why are they doing that? You know, why is that happening? Whereas now let's go back to episode four. It was great with uh, Ezekiel saying, well, we're not going to die and you're intercutting and then they get surrounded and you're like, oh, they're going to die. And then, of course, the second half of their group jumps up and kills everybody. And you're like, wow, that now that's a way to fake us out thinking that, all right, our guys are in trouble. And yet they did have a plan. So they're very smart how they're executing going after Negan's army is they're not all just marching in, they're spread, spreading around and they're going through the back end and they're protecting their flank. You know what I mean? It's like real, there's some real thinking going on there. It's not just blatantly moving forward. And even how they cleared out, um, even how they cleared out uh, in front of that field, how they killed everybody off. And then they realized, wait, there's something going on in that building right there. And then of course they all got mowed down by, that heavy, uh, you know, that heavy uh, artillery. Um, And that was really great to see how devastating those, that gun is on the human body. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the the, the big holes. Yeah. yeah, The uh, arms and legs separated from their original Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what would happen. Yeah. So that was great to see. And then, of course, putting him in jeopardy of of um, his own his own people turning against him as a zombie. I, I really mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did feel that the the zombies all of a sudden got extra slow. <laughs> you know what I mean? The whole chasing him. It's just like everybody's yeah. everything's just moving a little bit too slow, right, especially right. for a, for a fresh corpse corpse uh to be turned right. it would move a little bit yeah. a little bit better than the uh the, the really uh aged ones we've been seeing lately mm-hmm. so but that's always tough editorially to you know you got to pace the show out and you got to have him move this way and that way and they're you know and where are the <clears throat> zombies now versus you know it's, it's so <clears throat> it was not a big deal to me but it was just like He'd be eaten by now. Sorry. <laughs> once yeah. again, they, they, once again, though, uh, just showing a wide shot of them getting ahead of it. You know, just a, one shot, just them really getting ahead of the zombies would have yeah. worked. They, you know, they move as fast as the script uh, mm-hmm. wants them to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or as fast or as slow. <laughs> exactly. And then it was so funny. Uh, I love Dan a lot, but. Come on, man, blow out that window right away around Carol. 
when she's getting shot at at that truck and there's oh, like 10,000 bullets going into that truck and the the windshield's not shattering out. It's like, yeah. and then it finally shatters out. It's like, come on, man, that would have been the first thing to go because if you're shooting, and then I always wonder, it was cracking me up. This And this is because he shot all these great low angles, which kept the energy up. But mm-hmm. then I'm like, why doesn't somebody just look down and aim at the feet underneath the car? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, right. I no, thought she can't that. Run. <laughs> yeah, she can't run. Because I thought that because there were so many great low angles, I was seeing that. Okay. You know what I mean? In the shots. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. well, th- well here, man, here's the guy's hiding behind that big truck, right? And she's like, yeah. come on out. She All she had to do was just go down, see him. You know how they were mm-hmm. crouched down into the front? Mm-hmm. And then shoot him in the butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Eric, that would make sense. <laughs> that would. And it, the show would be over. And then we'd be like, what do we do now? We're not ready to go back to Negan yet. <laughs> right, right. So yeah. those little, you know, but maybe because I'm working so hard uh, on my show that, you know, I start yeah. to put my editor, editor's cap on. I don't mm-hmm. know. Did you think any of well, this stuff? I I didn't think any of that stuff, but. You know, I like I said, I was not watching as closely as you were. Shame, shame, shame. Um, but if you if you do have any time to watch another show, watch the fifth episode of the season of Mr. Robot. I got to watch all of Mr. Robot. I started. I I think I've watched the pilot and just haven't had time. And that's on my bucket list. All of it. I want to watch all of it. Okay. Because I just hear the show is really great. And what I did see, even my wife, who I thought would not like that show, she's like, what, what are you, you're going to watch that without me? And I'm like, yeah, because you won't Uh-oh. like it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm like, she yeah. won't like it. And we started watching it together, figuring she'd fall asleep or walk in the other room. And she got hooked. So maybe that's why I haven't, actually, that's the truth. That, okay. That's why I haven't okay. seen it, because I can't watch it without her. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And then finding, this... finding our schedule to sit down together and watch yeah. stuff gets a little tricky sometimes. But uh, you, you might have to watch this episode anyway, because I, In I have first a... season or third season? The third season, because I, I think it's going to be nominated for some awards. Wow. That, that episode. Wow. Now, would it be any spoilers? An editing award? Oh, I'm sure. So, yeah. So you might have to watch that. Okay. Will, will there be any spoilers, though, if I jump that? Yeah. Yeah. Or in the future? Yeah. I mean, oh. are you, you're you just on season one? Yeah, the first episode, which I have to rewatch again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I know. I've got so course. far to go. But, okay. I mean, just technically, it's an amazing episode. I will try to find out who that editor is and tell him that you said to, to submit that for uh, getting nominated then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. You said it was really well edited. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And speaking of editing, I was really disappointed with our awards this year in terms of editing. Uh, Cause uh, Legion, the new FX oh, show. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you seen it yet? Oh Yes. Yes. yes, I felt that show was a, a ma- uh, all the editors on that show did an amazing job editing uh, that show. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I know uh, I know one of them, Curtis, on that, and uh, he was robbed. <laughs> oh. So, well, speaking of editing, uh, so as your listeners probably don't know, I am now 
it's it's such a when you go for s- full circle and stuff. I'm back on Sci-Fi, cutting uh, on Sci-Fi. I finished up Team Wolf Friday nights. <laughs> yep, right. And so I'm back on Friday nights, uh, following Z Nation now with a new show called Superstition, mm-hmm. um, created and starring and directed by Mario. As a matter of fact, I just got a text this morning. Uh, we're working on the season finale and he's like, start on the end of the show first. Cause it's very complicated. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like, yes, sir. As soon as my assistant gets it all ready. Cause you shot 50 hours of footage for this oh, episode. Yeah. yeah it's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah nor- normally a show, uh, normally a show shoots about 20. Wow. Uh, if not less. So yeah. it's season finale is going to be, uh, <clears throat> it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Lots of visual effects, which will kill me. But uh, <laughs> the new fans of you Superstition will not be. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm telling myself as I start to have a heart attack. That's why my <laughs> voice is gone. I've been working so hard. Um, but um, yeah, and it, thank you for uh, watching it. It's, um, it's great. <laughs> and- yeah. After okay, uh, for for those of you who are not watching it, after I watched the first episode, like I had so many questions, and I'm like, okay, Eric, tell me this, tell me that, tell me the other thing, and um, yeah, he gave me some answers, but they weren't. I gave you the answers, <laughs> and um, and then they I was, were just uh, encrypted. Yeah, they were encrypted. <coughs> that's that's. And we don't want to spoil that for. We really yeah. want everybody listening to the podcast to watch the show, and then. Yeah. You can write in to uh, Susan and ask her what what she asked me uh, happened. Yeah, but um, we are not afraid to to kill off characters on the show. And you know, we did kill them off. The season opener, we actually killed somebody, and uh, Susan was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Just like we did on Z Nation. Yeah, yeah. No. So it was it was shocking and wonderful and made me want to keep watching. <laughs> so. And so give me uh, uh, let me know what you think. We're four episodes in. Um, you tell me, cause I'm on the inside. Um, I yeah. do know, I, I, I will say when I got the call for this show, they sent me like a breakdown of each script, like it's just a paragraph mm-hmm. of what each episode would do. And I just, I liked what I was reading just even there. <clears throat> how they had outlined the 12 episodes of the season. And then when I got the first script, I was, I was hooked into the characters from, from the start. Like they were really rounded and formed and interesting. Uh, we have an amazing cast. Um, so, yeah. Go ahead and um, yeah. Just tell people what it's about. Since we, we haven't really said that yet. <laughs> it's, kind of superstition. It, it, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's about the Hastings family who basically fights off um, all the uh, evil and superstitions, just everything that comes into their small town. They protect their small town. So they're the guardians of La Rochelle. Um, And with that, you know, evil comes in, but then there's also, um, you know, anything you, magics, superstition, myths, you know, like it just brings in, and questions everything. But on top of that, then there's a family dynamic. It's about the family and the inner struggles of the family and how they also deal. Calvin, uh, they lost uh, their first second son. They lost their second son uh, before our 16 years before our show starts. 
And that kind of splintered the family. And so our show picks up where Calvin comes back into town to basically start. uh, He was in the Marines uh, and he comes back into town to start saying, hey, dad, I want to start fighting um, the evil that is in this town. And um, will you join the (laughs) family? I want to join the family business. And of course, Pops, played by Mario, is like, I don't know if you're ready for this, son. Uh, and so that's one of the family dynamics. Also, Calvin left uh, his girlfriend without saying goodbye. And unbeknownst to him, she was pregnant and had a daughter. So he has a daughter that he's never met on the show. Whoops, spoiler alert. Sorry. Um, but uh, the rewards of everything that follows is just really amazing. And um, then there's also you're going to start seeing – uh, starting this week, you're going to start seeing more family members. And mm-hmm. so the family is actually bigger than you think. Okay. Uh, and I, I want to ask questions, but uh-huh. go ahead. You we're, can. We're, well, we're, we're still in the, like the kind of spoiler free part. So when we get to the other part, then I'll ask questions. <laughs> we can ask questions. I might not answer them. See? Oh, I get, I get what you're saying, but even in your question, that's a spoiler. Okay. <laughs> right. Is that what you're asking or saying? And, and yeah, yeah. Just asking the <laughs> spoiler. Yes. Yeah. But the show is really a lot of fun. Um, it's uh, got a lot of, you know, it's just, it's just, a, you, you know, it's an all African-American cast and that's what drew me to it to begin with is you don't see, you don't get to see too many African-American families kicking ass and battling supernatural Things And, you know, people will say, oh, it's very similar to other shows. I'm trying to think of the one show that in the first episode, we actually even make mention of the lead characters. Um, It begins with an S, Supernatural. Uh, Because there's been, you know, other shows that have dived into the myths and lores and they're they're current grim. And um, I'm trying to think of some other ones, but even... uh, I want to say Locker 13, but it's not Locker 13. It's something 13. Warehouse Warehouse 13, you know, where they're collecting objects. You know what I mean? We have the alchemy room that's Mm -hmm. full of supernatural objects that can fight off different things. And you have rune bullets. And, you know what I mean? So we pull – and plus the creators of the show love to pull from the past or from the current. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Similar to how Z Nation Doc – had a line in season one that spoofed the dock in Star Trek. So we want to acknowledge that uh, our show wants to acknowledge that, yes, we're aware of other shows being around us in this universe. Mm -hmm. Um, They actually exist in our universe and, but we're real. We're fighting off the real demons. Whereas these shows are TV shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And so it's just kind of, it's kind of fun to pay homage to other shows. And at the same time, um, really be original in how, how uh, we approach it. And like I said, it's all about the family and, and the family dynamic really pays mm-hmm. off. It really sucks you in. It really, does. And you just really, you really care for these guys, yeah. don't you? Yeah. And this, this other weird thing last Friday with, with that episode, um, well, on, on both um, superstition and Z nation, there was a parent and child 
theme on both shows that night. So it's like Friday family night on sci-fi. <laughs> it was great. It's, it's so great to be following Z Nation. When I heard that was happening, I just really got excited because I, I love Z Nation and um, I consider them my family there. And now I have a new family and the families are together mm-hmm. <clears throat> trying to support uh, support each other, but more importantly, giving the fan. I feel that the Z Nation fans uh, will like superstition because it, it might not be zombies, though. Funny enough, in episode one, we have those z- zombies coming out of the cemetery with glowing red eyes. Um, so who's to say we won't see some some zombies, you know? Yeah, yeah. A- well, actually, we had zombies in episode two. No, episode two, two also, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. The episode four, we had them. And episode two, you remember the, the dredge was controlling those three dead people? Which, funny enough, speaking of that, um, I guess we're in the spoiler. In the morgue, part. yes. Well, <laughs> it's 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 not it's not something that would spoil because uh, I won't say how it ends, but it was really funny cutting that scene um, because I'm like cutting people who are nude, you know, with explanation <laughs> marks, right. fighting off, and and you know, it's it it's something that's very hard to cut around. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. know, now granted, they got their tidy whiteies on or flesh colored whiteies. Yeah. Um, so they're not really nude. But, you know, you've you've got a woman with little pasties on her on her, you know, breast and, and stuff. And <laughs> yet you've got to kind of stay away from that, too. It was like, how am I supposed to cut around right. this fight scene with all of that going on, too? <laughs> and yet make that look real that they really are nude. And <laughs> it's just like. I can't believe what I'm doing here. <laughs> hey. So, imagine but it was cool, were, wasn't it? Imagine if you were working on Westworld. Oh, well, I don't have to shy away have, from it. See, right. that's the thing. That's the thing. See, what, Lean what, into it. <laughs> right. So if, if I was on Westworld, you'd actually see everything flying around. <laughs> yeah. Whereas since we're on sci-fi, you got to hide everything flying around. So. Yeah. Yeah, so a little more difficult. Yeah, it makes it a little difficult and at the same time challenging and fun. And that's what, you know, that's why I enjoy my job. You know, I hope I pulled that off. I need to rely on you now, the watcher. What Mm -hmm. what through your mind when uh, they were being attacked in the morgue and there was two dead bodies attacking them? You, You know, how did that work for you? Were you like, oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I mean, I. I don't know. It's with, with my, with the cutting around the nudity and stuff. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me, whatever. Yeah. You didn't notice it, right? I didn't. And I, I don't know if it's because, you know, um, I work with naked people every day or, you know, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, there you go. You're desensitized. I, I'm, right? I'm desensitized to nudity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's something, you know, it's fun. Like I said, Westworld would have done a better job at it, but it's fun to, that once again, where the writers think of this thing and say, oh, yeah, let's just make them nude and they'd be nude anyway. Let's make them nude and let's have them fight our lead characters and they have to chop off their arms. And you know what I mean? It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, so it's great. It's great to mm-hmm. go there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm dying to know what you what you have to say. So should we go into the spoiler part well, of this? Yeah. Further into this, the spoiler part. Uh, <laughs> so That wasn't a spoiler. That was a look forward to. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
because I know there are some people, well, you know, Chris, um, who don't want any information <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, yes, he's the one that turns his back on the Star Wars trailers, I know. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, it's going to be tough because, you know, I had to I had to give up my tickets for... Uh, what? Yeah, because I'm I'm having surgery on December 12th, so I'll still be in the hospital on the 14th. What? So I had to give up my uh my tickets. No. I know. I'm so sad. And Good luck keeping that quiet. I know. It's like, well, I'll just listen to a spoiler podcast anyway and I'm not going to remember it cuz I'll be like, you know. Oh, you'll be drugged on, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be so, on painkillers and then when I see it then It'll be the new. second. Uh, the second you anyway. get out, though, are you going to run to the theater? No, no. no? You're going to be at home for a while. I'm going to be at home for a while. This is this is a big surgery. So, uh, yeah. Well, uh, maybe we'll figure out how to bootleg it and get it to you. Yeah, there you go. So you can watch it at home. There you go. Somebody show up with a <laughs> big screen. A big screen with a. I'm calling Lucas right now for you the wall here yeah. yeah i'm calling lucas for you right now or jj abrams yeah, yeah. or whoever i can i'll, I'll play i'll play the I'm cancer card yes. and, and get calling, someone to call kathleen kennedy right now okay excellent as if <laughs> yeah they'll they'll set up a uh well or you know can bring it to the hospital and there'll be uh lots, i'm sure there'll be lots of other people who'd want to uh-huh. see uh-huh that'd so. be great mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> I'll make sure not to tell you what, what I see then. Um, make sure. All right. I, like I said, I won't remember anyway. <laughs> yeah. Movies like that, you know, it's, Star Wars is so close to me, you know, to personally, because that's the movie that got me to really mm-hmm. want to be in this business. And actually when I don't want to be in this business as I'm working, I always just remember back to that, that memory of how much I enjoyed and say, I'm doing this for somebody else to enjoy it's really tough yeah. right now yeah. but somebody will enjoy it after it's done so i i just got to stay focused and do my job and suffer through it um mm-hmm. but um at the same time i just don't have any hope that these new movies will uh be as good as those early memories of childhood because now i'm <clears throat> much older and <laughs> these movies are geared towards people who were my age when I saw the first ones, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm always skeptical every time one comes up, but they, they, they've managed to do a really good job so far uh, with the two movies. Um, so I'm holding out hope. I'm just holding out hope that there'll be one that just rocks my world. Like it did when I was a kid. Yeah. And yeah. that's, I don't know if that's possible in today's Hollywood. You know what I mean? Mm. <clears throat> Cause we're all into the middle ground popcorn movie and these are really really good popcorn movies yeah but they're still they never want to be edgy you know as you get older you just want something a little deeper you know what i mean is that part of the disney thing now or you know yeah disney owns it (laughs) so yeah but the the star wars franchise never was edgy that's the funniest thing you know like empire got the closest to it because your characters were really in jeopardy luke lost his arm it's his father is darth vader and there are little sex going on between han and leah you know what i mean Yes, and you see the result of that in the current movies. <laughs> we sure do, don't we? Yeah. So back to superstitions. Yeah. Okay. Squirrel. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Woo. 
<laughs> okay. Yes. Anyway. So, um, spoilers. So yeah, I like the, um, the infernals and that's what they're, they're the, um, the different demons that they're fighting are the infernals. Um, so, okay. The big spoiler is the question that I asked you after watching the first episode. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, they killed Mario. <laughs> I can't believe it. And I'm like, are, are they going to bring him back somehow? I know, you know, it's, you know, he, he was decapitated and this and that and the other, but I mean, flashbacks, you know, they could at least mm-hmm. do flashbacks, but, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but oh my God. <laughs> pretty, pretty clever way to bring them back, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it turns out, um, it was not a flashback in which they brought him back or just bring him back to show his dead body. Um, he's, he's alive immortal. again. Yeah. And he's yeah. immortal. He's immortal. He's 778 years old. Yeah. And so Other my spoiler. question, yeah, well, yeah, that's from, from episode two. <laughs> my, my question that um, after you made the comment about more family members, are mm-hmm. these um, like distant relatives or are they his children from previous families or? Well, well you met James and James is, is He's his son. James. Right. James in episode three. He sends in James. No, I I thought he was just like a friend who worked with, well, worked, fought with him. (laughs) You know, way back in the, I I guess I didn't catch that. I hope I didn't spoil. And no, I I think they make it clear that James is part of the family. In some weird way that nobody knows about him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And he's always protecting the family, you know, like yeah. I, maybe I think of him as family because why would Isaac trust? I mean, the most important thing to Isaac is family. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he would, especially since he's half in- infernal. Uh, why would he trust James to protect his family if he wasn't somehow connected to James? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so yes, and James has become one of our favorite characters in the cutting room. Um, he uh, he he made a great debut in episode three, and I think you'll get to see some more of him. Okay, sounds like it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. And in episode four, um, was where um, May was kind of on the in the the mirror universe there, um, in the well, literally went died and went through the mirror and mm-hmm. yeah we killed it we killed her off too see i said we're not afraid to kill off characters she was dead she well was she was brain dead <laughs> for a little while but uh-huh. um and then um yeah i really liked it when you know calvin went over and was um rescuing her and you know and their their conversations and they were you know, well, they'd been getting closer in, in this world, in the, their real world also. So. <laughs> Speaking of that, Mario's calling me right now. Let me just uh, go ahead. Uh, keep going. Okay. So they had been getting closer in the real, in their real world. And then they were uh, getting closer in the, in the 
mirror world also. Yes. And uh, so I was, uh, I'm, I'm totally on board that, that ship <laughs> mm-hmm. for Calvin and May to uh, get, you know, back together or, and work it out. And then, you know, the, um, the father daughter relationship also um, there, I guess she finally called him dad this episode. Yeah. That was sweet. Wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been fun to watch their relationship. I mean, my favorite scene that I really enjoyed cutting on episode two was that elevator scene where okay. she's willing in a body to take it down to the morgue. And Calvin just basically jumps into the elevator because their house has a, one level, well, what we think is one level. Uh, we haven't found out anymore yet. Um, that's the thing about the house, too. I feel the house is going to reveal uh, okay. some stuff to us. Like, there's some stuff that we don't even know about that, mm-hmm. as far as I'm, I know, hasn't even been written. But there's just the hint of this house has also got some mystic power. And, I mean, the alchemy room, who knows what that can do? You know what I mean? There's just so yeah. much stuff in it, so much cool stuff. And they actually yeah. use it. Remember uh, at the end of four, they put the witch into that room too, which okay. sets you up for maybe something in the future. Like the fact that they collect all these things that they're finding or maybe they're battling and they, they put it there. Um, uh, it's, it's just fun. It leaves it op- so much open to new, new stories. Mm-hmm. But anyway, to the elevator, you know, it's just such a great scene to get them both trapped in there and how they were interacting and, and the yeah. writing, the writing of the scene where he was admitting, he was admitting his failure not to be around in her life. It's just smart writing, mm-hmm. just really mm-hmm. smart writing. Um, and then of course, adding Tilly's joke of who's holding up the elevator. Um, yeah. It's so funny because, um, I, it reminded me when I when I was cutting it. It reminded me of the elevator scene in Star Trek. Uh, was it two or the motion picture where Bones, uh, Kirk is talking to somebody and they keep stopping the elevator and then finally the doors open and Bones oh, is yeah. there and he goes, "Who's I, holding up the goddamn elevator?" Yeah. I think it's Star Trek. You know what I mean? It's Star Trek two, yeah. yeah. And so I mentioned that uh, to the to the showrunner Joel and he says, "You know what? You're the only one picked up." picked up on that. And that's, that's, that was my little homage Mm -hmm. to, to Star Trek. See, so there's these little inspirations. Yeah. Since we've all grown up on TV and movies, uh, the show uh, is very inspired by all of, all of those universes. And we try to just do little teeny homages, Mm -hmm. you know, or even subconscious homages to those kind of things. And it's, it's fun. It's really fun. Yeah. So yes, you will be seeing more. It, it. I don't think it'll be as straightforward as you could go. It's more complicated. Their relationship. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, keep in mind, Maze, the sheriff of the town, and the Hastings are the rogue family that seems to stick their nose into things they shouldn't be sticking their nose into. You know what I mean. You've got mm-hmm. the sheriff side of it, and you got the family guarding the city. Yeah. And yeah, you know, you can see that in in yeah. Uh, episode three where uh-huh yeah she uh she gave a warrant to search yeah. the house do you remember they wouldn't let her in so mm-hmm. so that causes a little bit of conflict mm-hmm. cool you know which is fun yeah and uh, another thing i like um is that you know how i i like to live tweet <laughs> so and uh you know you and the writers and everybody is is on on twitter <laughs> and you know <laughs> 
I've, you know, had some, some response from everybody. So especially you, Mario answered your, your tweet. That was awesome. And the uh, showrunner, he answered one of my, Joel Uh answered one of mine. And then last week, the writer. And so, yeah. (laughs) It's fun. It's like Z Nation. You know, I told him for me personally, I said, you know, I had a great experience on Z Nation because I was able to live tweet on that show and it really got me closer to the fan base. I think that's how I met you. Exactly. Um, And it's it's so (laughs) great to watch what, how people are responding, because I feel that, um, you know, a show like this needs to hear what their fan base is saying about it. Yeah. Not necessarily to correct the ship, but maybe just to help us, um, acknowledge that what we're doing is on the right path. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That people are responding, uh, to the show the way, um, I personally thought they would. Um, I knew from the start, like I said, when I read the scripts, I started seeing the footage. I just knew the show would find an audience because it's just it's perfect sci-fi, you know, and it's going to be on Netflix, uh, uh, too. So I can't wait uh, for people to binge watch it because I think binge watching it's really going to be fun. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, because, yeah. you know, all the different so. stories, they're all there. Yeah. They're different things, but yet there's a thread line through all of them, leading, yeah. you, you know. But it, it, it also, it doesn't feel like, you know, episode one is like part one and then episode two is like part two. They, they all, they They go together episodes also, but they, yeah. 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 There's a thread line that goes through it. Yeah. You're not punishing someone for (laughs) watching week to week or watch or binge watching. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So there's something new (laughs) for you and yet the plot advances in terms of the family dynamic, you know, so it's, Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. great writing. Yeah. And uh, great editing by uh, by our ed- we have four editors on the show who are really working hard uh, on it. Uh, tonight is um, tonight tomorrow. Okay. Well, well, it'll be past that. I, I don't know when you're going to post this, but um, I try to post it today, later today. <laughs> oh, cool. Thursday. So then tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow will uh, uh, Dina's episode five will air and there's going to be some fun stuff. That's going to happen. You're, you're going to get to uh, uh, learn a little bit about more about what happened to Arlo. Okay. Their, their second son. So, okay. yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So okay. yeah. Lots of mystery with that family. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll talk more about it on Sunday when you're on Zcast. <laughs> yes. I hear I'm coming back. Yes. I haven't I haven't seen uh, those guys in a while, um, and I so look forward to uh, catching up and talking uh, talking more about uh, Z Nation, who uh, you know um, has done a, a really good job this season. It was really um, you know, and we'll talk about this more uh, on that podcast. But for me, keep in mind, I got Pie Girl. I originated, uh, that was the episode I cut yeah. and originated, but that was the episode I cut. And so it was nice to have, um, that, that storyline continuing through the seasons. Mm-hmm. And of course it came to an end and, uh, I got, got a little, I got a little sentimental. We got to figure <laughs> out another, you know, we'll figure out another way. Um, and, and on that, we, we did talk to Sarah Coates and uh-huh. she had a list of ways that she could return to the show. 
<laughs> well, I'm sure and she could be fantastic. a twin. I hope a twin sister right? came in there. You know, that, yes, her evil yes. twin. Yes, that was. Oh, one that one. would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Good. I hope she. I hope she gets that to Carl and the writers because uh, mm-hmm. that would be fun. Yeah, um, she she talked about it on our pad, podcast and on another one. So yeah, I'm sure Carl is aware. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So it's been, it's been fun. And, and as you know, at that Walker stalker, the, uh, for the Z nation cast members were there and it was really great to mm-hmm. see them and, and catch up a little bit, you know, what little bit I got to see them, but just to say hi and to physically see them and watch the panel and be reminded about how, how tight that cast is. They all like each other. They like hanging out with each other. Even when they're out with their fans, they're very generous to the fans, you know, mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. really enjoy meeting their fans. And, and it just reminded me of, uh, even though, once again, it was a lot of hard work, it was also a lot of fun because it was a, a good family unit up in Spokane doing that show. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, this season has really uh, shown that again. Um, I do miss the makeup. They changed uh, our, the makeup mm-hmm. artist. They're not back for the fourth season. So mm-hmm. I think the makeup, um, I miss the bedazzled zombies and the, you know, like the zombie of the week, the fun yeah. zombie of the week though, this week coming up uh, or on Friday uh, we get nuns. <laughs> zombies. Oh, it's going to be quite interesting. And yeah, last week we had Zuggalos. <laughs> yep. Yep. So there's still a lot of fun going on, on. A lot of fun going on that show. Yes. Yes. So yeah, they, Oh, let me, yeah, before we go, let's, let's circle right back around to um, the fact that I'm in Atlanta working on superstition mm-hmm. that allowed me to go down to, I'm going to blow it on the town, Sonoa, I think it's called um, the town that they actually shoot the walking dead in okay. um, uh, the, um, the governor that it's a small town where the governor was at is literally 20 minutes away from me. So of course I had to drive down there and check it out. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was really, it was really fun uh, to actually see some of these locations in person that I've been watching yeah. for eight years, seven years, whatever it's been. Yeah. And what I was struck by the most though, is you have the governor's town. And literally if you turn around, there's Alexandria, like right there. Okay. They're, they're literally across the street from each yeah. other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in, in that instant, instance uh the show became it became for me watching the show it became now okay this is a production you know what i mean this is this is this is the how we put the show together because these locations they shoot in are literally in a small tight area yeah you know as opposed to feeling like they're miles and miles away but it really was so weird how close that was because i really Mm -hmm. felt that was somewhere off in the distance so is the hilltop nearby there too (laughs) i have not found that i think it's about For I have to look. I got I found this little website that shows you locations. So okay. I gotta go. I, I gotta go search for it. Uh, I really do gotta get out uh, on the weekend here shortly and go search for Hilltop. And also, I didn't make it. It's four miles is the actual stages. But here in Atlanta, driving four miles is like you know nothing. These people out here just drive and drive and drive. It's crazy. It's <laughs> being in LA. Wow. You know. We don't. We try not to drive because there's so much traffic that we try yeah. to stay in a in a 12 mile radius. Where here, 12 yeah. mile radius is like going to the grocery store. You know what I mean? It's it yeah. cracks me up. It's crazy. Well, yeah, Houston is like that too. And last night, 
I, I had to drive during rush hour and it took me 40 minutes to go four miles. So yeah, exactly. You just don't want to get on the road. Whereas here in Atlanta, they, they complain about the traffic, but it's like, this is not traffic guys. <laughs> I've obviously never been to LA. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, but what I did want to say is, you know, Alexandria uh, always bothered me with, I never, I always felt you could get into it. Like I never felt it was properly protected because it is so big. They've never really captured it on screen to show how massive that complex is. And I finally got the stand in front of it. And of course it's, it's there. I, it's crazy. It blows it. Like I'm in the show staring. Like if I was somebody who wandered upon it and in watching the fence and the barrier going around it and how it, how it is, you know, sealed off, like, it really would. It really would protect them. Now you have to guard those areas because you could probably get in or whatever. But it, it you do see like it was the first time where like I kind of fell into the apocalypse and said, "Wow, this would work as keeping people safe." You know what I mean? The way they've set up the fence line and everything, not safe from people trying to get in, but safe from zombies. zombies. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was really cool to, I mean, it was so big, you know, for a TV show, that's probably one. I wonder if anybody's really looked into that because for me, for a TV show, that's the biggest set I've ever seen. Okay. You know what I mean? Like built for the show and the fences are up and people are living right there. I mean, there there are six families living inside of that compound and then Mm -hmm. right on the outer edge, right on the edge is, is, bunch of houses. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. The rest yeah. Of yeah. Like for whatever. instance, right next to the fence uh, is the house where uh, Carl eats his pudding on the roof. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So, okay. yeah. So it's like, and that's right outside of the fence. Well, in the show, it's a little farther away, but yeah, you know, there is a street like right behind it where Carl ate his pudding and Michonne did this and that, you know what I mean? Like there's, and that's the thing now that I've watched the show this season and watching, I go, Oh, there's that wall. Oh, there's that. Oh, there they are kind of downtown, but they're shooting over here. Like now I can see some of the, mm-hmm. the tricks they use to shoot yeah. the show, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of, I wouldn't say ruin it for me because I just love the show. It's given me a little more fun insight to how they, how they do the show. Okay. You know? Okay. And and stuff. But I just wanted to just bring up the point that I do feel Alexandra would be a safe haven for our group. And spoiler alert, when we were there, there was and now it makes a little sense now that the show is airing, is that um all the spikes in the cars outside of Alexandria's entrance were gone. Mm-hmm. Uh all that stuff was like gone. But we kind of know why now, because they've taken off taken it off all that stuff and put it on the vehicles that they're currently battling um okay those the the armor plates and mm -hmm. all that okay and then one spoiler alert is there were a couple buildings in alexandria that were burned and that's all i know so i think we're gonna see some action back at alexandria at some point because yeah on the show there's a couple of houses that are like outside mm-hmm. the gates yep. that are but burned, those, but these are different. Okay. Inside okay. Of these are different. Okay. Yeah. So oh, there's a little right. spoiler of something that yeah. I just saw and I went, things that make you go, hmm. 
Now I could be totally wrong. You know, they, you know how these shows are, they could have built those inside of the compound, but they're probably in another location, you know, like they could film it in such a way that you wouldn't know, but they were in the compound and I have to assume maybe some more action takes place there. Well, this is all out war. It is. So maybe the war is coming back to Alexandria. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the last stand. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh Mm hmm. So I, uh, I mean, we bag on the show. We want it to be something more, I guess. I don't, I, I don't, I can't even tell you as a fan what I want the show to be. Right. Um, because I'm kind of letting them take me on the journey, but, um, let's just keep watching it. We got what, four more episodes. Is it eight episodes? We, uh, yeah, for this half. Yeah. So let's just rejoin back up after four episodes and say, yes, they did it. Or really? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Hopefully I'll be able to do that, but yeah. So. I am. I'm in. I'm in it to win it. All right. All right. So, Walking Dead, win it, please. I mean, this episode, this the yeah, past week was really good. Yeah, I yeah. know, but it was. This was a good episode. This one that Dan directed. It was. It was a good episode. The characters were in jeopardy. Things were going on. Yeah. Plot was moving forward. You know, we've got yeah. Gabriel on next episode. We've got Gabriel in in danger now. Oh, Let's right. see. Going back to the to yeah. Yeah, let's see what Negan does to Gabriel, you know, so. And, okay, and a totally different thing here. Um, So, yeah, you don't usually see editors going over to the director's chair. It's usually um, some of the writers or some of the actors. And and so now, so so that's nice to see another. I think you're starting to see it a little bit, a little bit more. Um, You might not just be aware of it um uh because a lot of uh, even myself i would i would oh my god what i would do to direct an episode of superstition you know what i mean yeah yeah. um so there are i think out of every show there's probably one one editor who's more like a filmmaker like myself who um wants to do everything like experience Mm -hmm. like be a zombie on the show yeah to uh to editing and then directing and if if some miracle happened, even writing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so for me, since I'm kind of a filmmaker, you know, my goal would be to do a show that I really enjoy, um, have the showrunner and producers uh, see the talent that I have and be able to give me an opportunity to direct an episode on a show. I think that's my, my goal. Um you know, my, my personal goal is to direct something on some show or even a movie, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that, um, uh, it's becoming more and more, um, acceptable, I guess, or, or, uh, maybe editors are starting to get a little teeny bit of power and say, I'm not coming back unless you give me one episode to direct. I don't know. There's this, this new trend that I like to see. Um, because I think we get um, editors kind of uh, we haven't been acknowledged with how um, we're the third spoke in the wheel. You know what I mean? Like you got your writing, directing, editing, and all three of those spokes are what make the show really solid. Yeah. And I, I'm starting to see a little bit of a movement of acknowledgement towards 
editorial and how important it is, especially on shows like The Walking Dead, Z Nation, of course, Superstition, is the show is, is it's there on the page, but it's really in terms of when you're, they're shot so fast and you want to have, the budgets are so low and you have a big scope is how they're shaped um, in the cutting room. And there's a sequence that even on the page, it was there coming up in episode six that I did. And I can tell you more about it when it airs, but like, I'm really like, I had to make up what that looked like in editorial. It wasn't pre-designed. And so it was really creative for me. And this is a look that hopefully will carry forward in the show, but more importantly, um, I had to figure that out. You know what I mean? On my own of what that would do and what it would look like. And it's very rewarding for me. And it's very rewarding when the showrunners and Mario and every, everybody see that and go, that really works. That's excellent. You know what I mean? But it took a lot of energy to, and time to get it to that, that place. And so the fact that shows are acknowledging that contribution to their shows is really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of great, I think I, I think I need to go do, to go do go some get more to work. work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to <laughs> edit this podcast and yes. get it out We're before really... I go uh, meet my friend for lunch. And so. that's it. I love, see, you're editing. I'm editing. We're all editing. Yep. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, joining me here today. And yeah, there's now, there's so much more to talk about in the <laughs> coming up. Um, well, you know how much I love seeing you and, and uh, being on your show. And uh, I look forward to rejoining you uh, shortly. All right. We will do that. We'll set that up. And uh, yeah. So uh, see you on uh, Sunday on yes. the Zcast. Yes. And then- and we have 10 other Geek Girl Soup podcasts to come out of this one. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes, you are very busy with all your uh, with all your shows. And yeah. tell everybody I said hi, and we'll see you soon. Okay, thank you. Geek on.